pink on me set is cool. And we lost. Right, so what was the name of that? Lost of a lot of audience there. Welcome to Repeatable, the podcast where we check out something old and decide if it's worth coming back to. I'm your host, Seth Wilkes. Matt LeBlanc here. Hey, Matt. How are you? I am doing good, Seth. How's how's your week been? Good. Time crunch at work, but no one cares about that. So, uh, yeah, you know, usual stuff. See the trailer for She-Hulk? Attorney at law? I did not. I was unaware of that. I'll have to have to check that out when we're done here. So we don't have a lot to talk about today, eh? No, no, not at all. We're not. Yeah, nothing, nothing uh, major on the uh, newest, latest edition of the uh, X Men episodes. Not like a giant jump in quality or anything. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, was this a good episode? Good episodes. Yeah. Very good episodes, right? And you heard, you heard, uh, no, that's not Matt stuttering. Two episodes. Uh, we're, <laughs> we are going through uh, Days of Future Past episodes, uh, one, part one, part two. I'm not sure what the episodes are, but part one and part two of, uh, Days of Future Past. But before we jump into that, I thought we might like oh. to give, uh, the, the listeners, um, a sneak, uh, not a sneak peek, uh, give them the info on what we're doing in a couple weeks. So, Maybe they can join in on that on that journey. Sure. What are we doing? So in a couple <laughs> weeks, yeah, <laughs> we discussed this, Matt. No. Um. In a couple weeks, we're well, like we've said we're going to take a break at the end of season one. So in a couple weeks, we're going to be uh doing a, a completely different uh property. We're going to be taking a look at Batman Hush, the comic book series, and probably talking about the movie, too. Yeah, so uh, if you have the book or are interested, and grab a copy, read it over the next couple of weeks, and you can join us for the fun. Uh, one of us thinks this is God's gift to comic books <laughs> in general, and uh, the other one is correct. It was the part of the inspiration for the criti- critically acclaimed the Batman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Long Halloween, I hear. Hush, it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, I have fond memories of it. We'll see if it holds up. <laughs> it's the perfect popcorn comic book. Mm-hmm. That, that's true. I'll give you that. But anyways, <laughs> uh, let's jump into the, uh, the episode. Uh, what, what happened this week, Matt? Oh, it is a doozy. There's time travel. Um, do you want me to do like a little synopsis? I don't even know how I can really break this down small, but I'll try. Um, it's, you, someone comes back from the future to try to prevent an assassination because in the future it's like a post-apocalyptic world where mutants are being, uh, enslaved and killed off and so is the rest of humanity and they have to try and figure out who the assassin is and prevent them from doing it in order to save the future. Yes. This was, uh, this was a, this was I'll just say up front this is a good one. Um, yeah. If you look on IMDb, they I I never really pay attention to ratings on IMDb, but mm-hmm. uh, I was checking it out after I saw this, and I was like, most of the season one ratings are at like seven seven point four seven point six or whatever. This one's like a major jump, like eight point five for both of them, and then for sure eight. 
eight point. I think it was just eight point oh for the 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 next well one we're going over next week. But yeah, definitely a jump in quality. You said it, it was, was like you watched the the next three. I haven't watched that third one yet. But you said it mm-hmm. was like a little. Would it even would it even be a mini movie? It'd just be a feature length movie. Yeah, I guess it would, it would. It would, yeah. A but I think if you movie. take out, if yeah, if you take out all the uh, previously on and intros, it'd probably be a mini movie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like I see why they did part one and part two, um, and then had the third one being a separate thing. It is directly tied to part one and part two, but it still has enough distance between it um, that I can understand why they would make it its own episode. Uh, but man, like it's like. We're, we're talking about just the other week, like, how the tail end of the season, hopefully, like, it just keeps going up the way it was. And, like, is this is like the pinnacle of what, uh, X-Men the animated series can be. Yeah. I, as soon as it opened up, like, we'll, we'll, we'll jump into it now. Opened up on mm-hmm. that, uh, the Statue of Liberty. That was just, uh, the, the gory, like, uh, uh, disheveled sounds like it's just waking up but you know the statue of liberty with like the eye has been blown apart or something's been going on it just opens up on like that and it just pans out and you just see all this horrific landscape new york city demolished and everything it looks like the uh statue of liberty is like crying almost the way it's uh it's positioned itself and yeah it's just it's like what a stark way to open up the like, it sets the tone immediately for what you're expecting for this show like if you're a kid you're like oh guys the x-men are on and it starts like that you're like okay it's not gonna get <laughs> too happy uh for the next little while yeah a bleak opening but then uh yeah it goes so uh, zooms back from the statue of liberty um you see like a little tunnel where it has like X-Men written in graffiti on uh, it says it's New York in 2055. Um, yeah. you see like old Wolverine with his, uh, uh, gray hair and then two mutants that, uh, that you, you've never seen before. Uh, and then they are get cornered by a sentinel. They fight them off. And then, uh, not our, our, a wild guy from Borneo, but another character named, uh, Bishop shows up. And, uh, he has his own music too. I'm starting to realize that <laughs> these guest stars have their own little music cues and he has this like, like a little like oh, yeah, Western, like a- Western little sound effects to it and stuff like that. Like it's, he has his own little music cues as well. Yeah. Which I guess, I guess cause he's, uh, I guess he's cause he's a bounty hunter. He doesn't really mm-hmm. have any cowboy theming to him other than he, he hide, he's a bounty hunter. Oh, he's very similar to Cable, but in presentation. Yeah. Uh, it's just that they have different music cues and like different, uh, hair and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, actually, no, I just, uh, he's, he's a little bit more, uh, quippy, a little bit more, uh, whimsical. Yeah. Whereas Cable's, it's... he likes his puns, but this guy seems a little bit more like, uh, he's having a good time with the apocalypse. Um, he, ta- he takes care of, uh, Wolverine and those two other mutants pretty quickly with that. A uh, big gun of his. Um, mm-hmm. one of the, the next scene I did chuckle at a little bit though, cause, uh, he's transporting them, uh, to drop them off to the Sentinels. I guess it's essentially to be killed, right? Um, and Wolverine, he wakes up. He's in this like, almost like a, a coffin thing, but a, instead of like a top, there's like a mesh thing. Mm-hmm. And he goes to reach out, like to grab it and starts like shocking them. 
and like mm-hmm. he holds on to it for like a good like ten <laughs> yeah. seconds. It's like Zah! I'm like, let go, <laughs> let let go. <laughs> this is your own doing. I think I've I've read you can't let. I've never tried it, but when you're being electrocuted, I've been told you can't let go. That that might be one of those wives old wives tales. I don't know. Like <laughs> Matt like, and Seth's Mythbusters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's try. <laughs> that's that's me being and then that way. yeah you do that one i'll do the uh does stop drop and roll actually work and i'll light myself on fire <laughs> and we'll just see i mean we gotta uh really put some more content on that youtube page right that's so we gotta... true yeah somebody <laughs> promised some drawings matthew <laughs> and someone was making short videos seth yeah <laughs> uh, that's we right we've, we've both failed okay that makes me feel better <laughs> we've we, no, professor, we failed together. Remember? Everybody call, call. almost died. <laughs> A callback, yeah. X Men callback. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they go and they the, the cable goes. I mean, not cable. Bishop goes to drop uh the prisoners off. He's like, uh, Wolverine's like, how could you work for these people? It's like, hey, he's good to the mutants that help. And then like the Sentinels do this weird like lasers between each other's eyes exchange moment yeah and then they like then they immediately turn on bishop at that moment they're like we don't need you anymore yeah (laughs) very uh convenient like convenient timing too yeah i would have uh i was a little bit surprised it was just like uh you know a little bit eating crow on on his part because he's distant wolverine then all of a sudden nope you're being you're done with now. You I guess they have like a like a Starbucks style punch card. If you do too many yeah. bounties, then you you get killed. I don't know. Yeah, like oh, that's you. You've done enough. Now it's time to take you out. I guess this is just a little bit later on, but uh, they, they find it odd that they choose this guy. Like uh, yes, uh, we'll say do do your thing because mine comes a little bit later on in the episode. Oh, I'm, I'm, when we get there, my my point's exactly the same. But uh, when we're talking about how like bleak the episode is, starts off with the Statue of Liberty like decaying, and then you go walk by gravestones hmm. of Cyclops, Rogue, Storm, and Jubilee, with Jubilee uh, dying the earliest. Yeah, right. Ten, a, yeah, I was like, oh, like, like that is like, uh, like man, that's that's a uh, sets a tone, right? That sort of triggers them to take out the Sentinels. So they all turn back and they start fighting the Sentinels off. And then Wolverine gets squeezed by a Sentinel. Oh, yeah. It's like, that, that was hard to watch because, like, he's just, like, squeezing his ribs and, like, it zooms into his stomach being crushed. And then he just goes limp. Didn't something like, pop or something? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, that was. Like that's a rough watch. Like they, like that's how they get around. Like the no blood and stuff like that. Is you go and uh, have that Some, something bloody just exploded, but inside the body, Sorry. so it's okay. <laughs> Internal bleeding. That's yeah. right. Uh, I I found it odd. Um, it feels like they they changed Wolverine's character design, but just the old version of him. So. Uh, a little later on, we jump back to present day, 1992 present day, and Wolverine looks the same as he always has. But the old man Wolverine, it, it's like, it, he doesn't look aged, he just looks like a completely different person designed him. He's got like, 
like beefier lips and like a like a squarer <laughs> face and I I guess maybe that's just cuz we don't see him with his mask off as much in present day but he just he looks different. He looks like uh that the big the big uh the guy from the Rocketeer, the uh the big huge giant man. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you, but maybe he just got really into lip injections. Like we don't know. Maybe. I mean, who knows what the future holds? Uh, a, a, a whole subplot of uh, lip injections got cut from this episode. Uh, but, they, but, but they kill the Sentinels. They run away. I think this is where your point comes in. Because uh, Wolverine takes uh, Bishop like to their hideout. Yeah. And I think this is probably where Instant you want trust to... trust for somebody that yeah. was just uh, about to kill them and... Uh you know, bounty hunter for years. So supposedly is responsible for several of his friends being killed, but all of a sudden they're like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid or Tango and Cash or something. I, I also like that their hideout door was like this metal flawless door surrounded by like debris. Like, <laughs> like clearly there's a door that's leading to something good surrounded mm-hmm. by garbage. Yeah. Um, but, but you, but you said like, again, well, like pay, the, pay attention uh, to that door. Yeah, and uh, La- later in the episode, somebody will be bashing through it. We all know that it has to happen. <laughs> you talk about the cow, the the cowbell noise, the kid logic. There, you're saying like they he, they immediately trusted Bishop mm-hmm. to go to the hangout. Um, this is jumping ahead like a few seconds here, but also they trust Bishop to save the world. <laughs> Right, like, yeah. like they 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 just met this man, and he's been tasked with literally the greatest mission on a human's life or a mutant's life. Yeah, it was just odd. I agree. It seems like, uh, like I said, they trusted this guy uh, pretty fully, um, and it didn't seem like the uh, the reason was fully believable. Like I feel like Wolverine could have still gone, and it would have been fine. Yeah, I, th- I think so as well. <laughs> um, now there's. Uh, uh, I can't don't have the exact quote here, but um, egg sucking is back as an insult, mm-hmm, okay. which makes me which, which makes me happy because I, I remember the first time I heard it, I'm like, did they really just say call someone like an egg sucking something or other? And then Gunner they trash. use it, again. yeah, and they they use it again here. Um, I really liked it. Does like I understand like it's good storytelling, but I did like the the idea of like if we prevent someone from being killed, it'll stop. And there's like. Do you, that means you'll have to kill. It's like I know, and like they keep it like open and vague. Mm-hmm. Like you know, that's I really like the from like an, an adult watching it. It really went and uh, pulled in and like, oh, oh who's it gonna be? Who do they have to assassinate? And stuff like that. I remembered a bit, right? Like, but I did. Uh, um, but I do like the from a storytelling standpoint. Uh, the the robots start like trying to like they they find them and then. Bishop jumps into the slowest time machine yeah. <laughs> I've ever seen on TV or cinema. It's just uh, <laughs> like, the le- le- starts off with a little light levitation and uh, just holds there. I guess that's hold, super suspense. Hold. <laughs> He's just looking back behind him. And Seth, what robot goes through the door? Nimrod. <laughs> Nimrod. And no one makes fun of his name. I think at first, <laughs> I first I assumed, oh, he's calling him a Nimrod. That's funny. Yeah, and then that's I, the same. Yeah, but no, it's his name. And 
I oh, guess when you're Nimrod. that when you're that cool, you can just you can get away <laughs> with any any name. That so he goes in, starts shooting, and then uh, the slowest time machine device. He eventually, luckily, makes it through. And then I do kind of enjoy the fact that he uh, wakes up in like 1992 ish New York. They're vague about what year it is. Yeah, they don't. 19- they hold off on the date. He's, uh, the actual like year is just like. Uh, November 22nd, 19... Yeah. Yeah, this... They, uh, well, I like this, in their mind, they're probably like, oh, that's gonna keep us open for a bunch of years. It could take place, but then, like, a couple years later, it's 2000. Yeah. Um, but uh, I do like that, uh, that he can't remember exactly why he's there. He has, like, mm-hmm. just vague little tidbits about why he needs to be there. Yeah, I do like that, uh... That's one aspect they they don't really get into it, but they it's it's kind of left that like nobody really understands time travel and like what like because nobody mentioned you might have time travel amnesia at the in the future is it's just like they're yeah. they're doing this thing, but they don't really understand what it means and and then we get this little what ends up being time travel amnesia I guess and they don't explain it no they don't and um. From here, though, we take like a little cutaway from this main story. We've been stuck with this whole story um, up until then, and then it's a little visit time for Beast in jail with uh, Gambit and Rogue mm-hmm. giving him uh, a book to read. Uh, it's easy to give Beast a gift; just find the book with the most dust on it. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the first episode? I thought that happened in the second episode. No, nope. that was no. Nope. Oh, okay. No, we no, we cut away to that. Uh, scene, and he's uh, <clears throat> and then because they go and they're talking about because Gambit doesn't like it, he's in the prison cell, and then he wants to go. He's like, he wants to leave. He's gonna explode the gate, and then like, uh, oh he yeah, opens yeah. the bars for him, so he walks out. Which I was like, are you are you not supposed to be there? Like, would you not just call a guard to open the door? But <laughs> um, I do like though, like as for like foreshadowing to this episode, is that like the last few episodes they really like made mention of like you don't really know if can you trust gambit the gambit's mm-hmm. past all this kind of stuff and in this episode beast like just says like i believe that uh, our friend might have had uh a, a past that involved prison or something like that right so i, I like the, i like that that is sort of like it's making it they've had a few episodes to kind of build the possible mistrust with him yeah so i guess what because you said you you knew remembered who it was I didn't. I thought maybe it was uh, uh, jumping back to Bishop and Wolverine. They're saying, "You think you can take this this person?" Referring to whoever was the assassin. Uh, for a second, I thought maybe it was Wolverine, like uh, just because. Oh said, yeah, you yeah. couldn't take. I've beat you, whatever. You couldn't handle him or whatever. I thought I was thinking Wolverine, but yeah, you're you're right. They have set him up to be the most. Like plausible for us to to doubt, like maybe he did do it or whatever. I like then as it cuts randomly to like a, like a highlight reel of X Men like in the training room, all these fights and stuff like that, and like it slowly zooms out to be like Bishop watching his little watch thing, and it's like it shows like them all like for like a group family photo with like the X Men wanted dead or alive. It looks like a good album cover. <laughs> um, 
the the he's there he's like why am i back here and kids walk by with uh run by with a game they're like oh i can't wait to play the new assassin game and it's clearly the punisher yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> i like that i like that quite a bit i i just like that there's this place in new york that just looks like the future trash version of new york like it is all junked out, but it's just like, oh, that's fine, because it's just, it's just, new, it's just regular junky New York. <laughs> well, yeah, it looks at like I'm like I was wa- I'm looking at it like, is this where they fought like Juggernaut a few episodes back? Or, like that is really damaged. Like, yeah, there's like crushed cars, stuff everywhere. But I guess that would be kind of like what it would be like to live in that community <laughs> in that age. That would have been a nice little like. uh I don't know what that would be, like a callback or Easter egg, or that would have been a nice little thing, just like put evidence of the fight between uh, Juggernaut, and, and so like kind of explain why it's a junky area. I do like that Bishop, he's like, wait, Assassin, he's like, the X-Men, he's like, oh no, I have to kill the X-Men? And then like he's, and then like immediately he's like, okay, I, that's probably what I gotta do, steals a bus, <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm gonna go kill them all now, it's like just immediately... Sets his mind to it. Yeah, it's a good thing that the, uh, the kid that ran by wasn't holding like a, like a video game copy of like My Little Pony or, or something <laughs> like that. Cause it would have been in a completely different episode. He's, uh, he goes and he just drives his bus into the X Mansion oh, for yeah. all the stuff that they have. They, they, they have nothing there to stop that from happening. Just blast right through the front door and then, uh, they mentioned there's a line actually in it, which, but it's like, again, kid logic. Luckily, he had his lasers set to stun. Yeah. Cause, which, cause he shoots like everyone. Yeah, which Cable did. He had, uh, his, his was set, set to stun too. In a different episode. Then Wolverine like tackles him and he's like, uh, he says, I can't remember the exact line, but then like has a flashback of him in the future saying the same line, but like way more sad. Rookie. And then. He called him rookie. I don't yeah. know why. And then uh, came Bishop's like, Wolverine, it's me. I'm like, why would he know who you are? <laughs> like, that's a, like, like, that's the dumbest thing I've heard. Like, you, like he, you're from the future. You can't say it's me. I don't know. Yeah. That's just one. I said, of all this stuff, that's the one part. I was like, oh, come on. Xavier is like super duper forgiving, though, because he's like, instead of being like, okay, tie him up. We're taking him to jail. He's like. Guys, come on, let's go and talk to him. Which I mean, that was luckily the right, the right thing to do. But yeah, this man is like he burst through your uh, thing with a bus with a gun shooting everyone. You're like, let's just let's have a chat. <laughs> so it harkens back to earlier days, Professor X, when <laughs> Professor X and Wolverine's going to take out Sabretooth, who actually is a hardened criminal, and did break out and attack Jubilee and. Professor's like immediately, Wolverine, what are you doing? <laughs> Wolverine, why are you trying to kill him? <laughs> Jubilee is bleeding out behind us, Professor. Yeah. <laughs> we we got to do something here. They, I, and I do like because they go, they, they cook him up. Uh, professor goes through his mind, right? He's like, uh, he's like uh, Bishop, do you mind if I do this? He's like, do I have much of a choice? Uh, and then you see like a brief overview about like how the oppression against mutants and then humans starts. Yeah. Uh, Wolver- like a Wolverine's like, this guy is a faker, right? Like, how how is he faking this? Yeah, I assume they were watching it on a on a like Cerebro has some kind of 
a television hookup or whatever. So yeah, yeah. I I don't know how they're supposed to be faking it, but uh, the one first big chuckle I had in this episode is like he's like he's a fake or whatever. And then they're watching it, and then it shows like Wolverine in the future, and he's like, "Hey, at least I kept my hair." He was just so happy about that, right? I I thought that was funny. And Wolverine, you're already like what 200 in 1992 or something like that. Just, just let it go. But one (laughs) thing I like, so they discuss that uh, thing that made me chuckle. They they discuss, you know, uh, I guess Bishop remembers enough to explain there's an assassination, and and they they watch this uh, this cerebral footage from Bishop's brain where somebody gets assassinated. What does Professor X say? Immediately, he's like, I wonder if I'm the important person that was assassinated that <laughs> destroyed the world. Like, arrogance? Come on, <laughs> Professor. I bet you, I bet it, you it was me. I bet, I bet you it was you me. Yeah, I, people like me. I bet <laughs> you if, if there were to be a, 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 a future-destroying apocalypse, it'd be because of me being gone, so... Uh, he, I like, uh, Wolverine says, uh, this guy's a faker. He's happy he has his hair. Um, Cyclops, like, winds out line, like, how can we trust him? Like, he's going on about his, like, windy tone. But then Wolverine, this takes us to the next scene here. He has a, a good few lines of dialogue here. He's like, what? We gotta believe Mr. Terminator here? I like yeah, that. Yeah. And all of a sudden he's like, he's like, no, I went through time and did all this stuff. It's gonna be one of you. And then Wolverine goes, check, please. <laughs> like what? <laughs> <laughs> and then they go off to try because he says something else went through his uh his, his alarm is going off because something else went through the dimension. He's like, then we got there. He's like, yes, the do- the bishop's like, yeah, the doors uh still open. Something must uh went through. And Wolverine goes, oh yeah, I thought I felt a shift in the planet alignment there. <laughs> Again, and then uh and then my my favorite delivery. It's Nimrod! Yeah. No, once <laughs> again, now would be the time to make fun of the name, but I guess. Yeah. I guess in, <laughs> in 1992, Nimrod was a, comp- a perfectly normal name and not worth <laughs> making fun of. Uh, Scott would have completely redeemed his character if it, he was like just a little bit back and he turned to Gene. He was like, Did he just say Nimrod? <laughs> <laughs> Did, is that the name of the robot? Is the robot named Nimrod? I would again. I would have respected him a lot for that. But um, that didn't happen. No, <laughs> it didn't happen. No respect uh, for him. Uh, they work together to defeat uh, Nimrod because uh, using Storm's freezing ability to um, break him into pieces. Even then, he starts to mold back together, but they have to shoot him in the head to take it out. Um, then Bishop goes. And he's like, I, I just, I destroyed his whatever, uh, thing that's keeping him here in the past. Like this device I have on my, my, uh, arm here. If I didn't have this, it would send me all the way back to the future. This is the sole thing that is keeping me here in the past. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, 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 why are you, why are you just actively just like going into a monologue where like, here is my one key weakness. Yeah. You see this? This thing on my arm. This is the thing to make note of. It can destroy me instantaneously. Get it? I don't. Yeah. Because at that point he hadn't figured out who it was. So as far as he knew, it was any one of them. Um, why did Nimrod have one of those? I don't know why. Like, how did, how did he, he was head? 
Yeah, it was in his head, so it was, I'm guessing it was a piece of technology built into him, maybe, but it's just weird that he already had that time travel technology. The The biggest laugh I had in this episode came next, because it's uh, Cyclops doing his little wine thing, because it's like... Uh, like who? Which one of us is the assassin? It's like it could be any one of us. And Gene and uh, Cyclops, like it couldn't be Gene. <laughs> <laughs> and Gene's like, yes, it could be. <laughs> like it's not, not like someone's saying, no, it couldn't have been me. He's like, it can't be Gene. And then she's like, turns to him. She's like, yeah, I've had my dark past. So, somebody didn't take the garbage out last night. Somebody spent the night on the couch. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Jean exactly. couldn't have done that. She's too good and perfect uh, and sweet. My lovely Jean who will let me back <laughs> into the bed at some point, supposedly. Uh. <laughs> oh, good. But then I like that it has, uh, and then, and then this episode ends. Actually, I thought, like, if you were watching it as a kid, like, not back to back, it was like a good cliffhanger is that all of a sudden, like, Rogue walks in, like, well, what did I miss? And then, uh, have no fear. Gambit is here. You! You're the assassin! Pulls out the, uh, pulls out the gun and it like shoots it at the camera and it just goes black and says to be continued. Yeah. I just, great ending. Yeah, great ending. I just had a realization. How many, uh, 12 year olds went through the rest of their life never finding <laughs> out how that ended? Probably most of them. They just thought that Gambit just got shot to death at the end of an episode? Yeah. Because so, <laughs> there's no way everybody, like we know, like we discussed, this is not the age of streaming. So there's probably the vast majority of the people that watched it are just like, oh, I uh, Gambit got <laughs> killed. Okay. Um, Anything else you want to say about episode one before we jump into part two? They They all really blend so close together, it's hard to... Mm-hmm. Really differentiate. Yeah, them. I, I was, I was, I was thinking that beast thing happened here, but yeah, you're, you're right. That was, uh, happened in the next episode, but yeah, because they do blend together. Because the next episode starts with them have returning from that, uh, yeah. beast visit, I guess. Yeah. And uh, uh, Gambit's just relentlessly hitting on Rogue while they're driving. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the, the the whole opening scene is him being like, uh, it's like uh. Like, like, do you not, like, are you only thinking about, uh, like, do you just like the sound of your own voice talking? Only when I'm talking about you. And she just, like, goes, ah! And, like, flies away out of disgust. He just won't stop. Yeah, Captain Skeezy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, now when I watch it, every time he does stuff like that, I'm like... <sighs> like, I don't know if I would have noticed it. It's, like, it's like you take it. personal responsibility for him now that you said that he was your favorite. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, ah. Well, like, like he, just, he keeps getting just, just aggressively hitting on everyone. Um, but then they go in, and then I like it show because it shows like them arriving, and you hear like the talking on the other side of the wall. Rogue walks in like he normally does. Um, the gambit, and then he shoots like this the stun again. He shoots the stun. Um, mm-hmm. and he stuns. Uh, Rogue jumps in front of Gambit, then he shoots Gambit. Uh, and then they go and they take the gun away and stuff like that. And they're like, no, we can't do this. Then Rogue has a great line. She's like, sorry, I, don't, I hate to be a pest, but does anyone mind telling me what's going on? 
Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And then, uh, Bishop's like, I'm from the future and I saw, uh, Gambit here. He's going to go and kill someone. And then Gambit goes, yeah, and I'm the queen of England. It's awesome to tell a lie that no one can prove. Right. I like, that's good. I like, I like that. I, I, uh, I, I can prove you're not the Queen of England, so it's not really comparable. I mean, you could have done a little bit better at the analogy there, again, but I get where you're coming from, but I, I, I can prove it. I can prove you're not the Queen of England. Um, but then we get a, a more fulsome flashback of uh, just what happens, that someone dies, you see a coffin uh, draped with the American flag, people crying as they walk by. It shows how uh, oppressed the mutants were, like them getting rounded up into camps and then how the robots and then turned onto people to control the people. And uh the Morlocks show up in a flashback in this flashback too. Mm, remind me. They they they're going when they're rounding up the mutants, one scene it shows like uh the Sentinels they're rounding up different kinds of mutants and you see the full Morlock team uh like with their hands up as the uh Sentinels go to round them up. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then the uh, you see a shot of the Sentinels, and they're like, oh, yuck. They're so hideous. <laughs> oh, Ew. Ugh. They're, like, using their tentacles, <laughs> holding them away like they're picking up, like, a dead rat or something. Because of how, <laughs> how hideous just, the Morlocks are. How just disfigured. Just, just stomps their foot down like the cigarette. Just like, there we are. We don't even, let's not do this humanely. That's just, oh, that was something. Open a door, am I right? I, I like it in this like scene though, because we tell because this is all shown to us, but it's Bishop like doing a monologuing about all the stuff that happens, and then like uh, like uh, Gambit's along the lines of like, how can you trust this guy? You don't know who he is, and Wolverine's just like, well, we know a little, just only a little bit more about him than we do about you, and they're just like a torn because Wolverine just hates both of them. He doesn't know who to hate more. <laughs> Like the, the battle between him, I enjoy. I enjoy that because he wants to hate both of them. Um, Gambit, I don't need nobody. And then the the three end up uh, staying back with Bishop, just constantly talking crap to Gambit. Just like, yes, assassin. <laughs> what, what's that? I just should have known better than to play cards with an assassin. Like, just keeps going and going. Just digging um, the knife deeper. They're in Washington. This is a, a, a potential assassination attempt is going to happen that will change the course of human history. All X Men are on high alert. We, like Xavier said, it could be him who dies. And this is the time that underneath the tree, Jubilee's like, you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to catch some Z's. Oh, kids. 14 year olds. And then she's like in her sleep. She's like, no, Gambit. Don't do it, Gambit. No. <laughs> like, like, what the hell is this? Yeah. <laughs> um, we, but then we see, uh, you're going to have to help me out a little bit here. Cause then, uh, you see like looking out from, uh, a building, you see like the main, uh, villains. You see, Blob, mm-hmm. uh, Avalanche, and what's the, <laughs> what's the, what's the other guy's name? The fire guy? Pyro. Yeah. And they actually Pyro. use his powers correctly in this episode. Yes. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, they're, uh, they go and they have, uh, shows them talking and then this woman comes in to say, okay, we're going to get ready for the, whatever the next big 
attack is or it's, it's vague. Um, Gambit playing cards makes the cards ex- explode and he escapes on like another plane. So like, luckily they only ever take one plane, one place, but apparently they have multiple planes there because he takes another plane out and then Wolverine and Bishop have to follow him. So I'm assuming there's a third plane. Yeah. Well, you've um, missed something. How does oh, he escape? Gambit? Distro- d- Just uh, wanton destruction. Just yeah. blows stuff up. <laughs> at, his, at his own residence, right? right where they live and breathe. Yeah. That's good. I didn't, I didn't note that, but that's that's very true. <laughs> Just destroyed, like, the whole room. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I really like the uh, the catchy thing they're doing at uh, the trial, the, the courtroom, because people are outside going, humans, yes. Mutants, no. Humans, yes. Mutants, no. I'm like, oh, I've stayed up all night thinking of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Nary a glitter on any sign whatsoever. I'm very disappointed. No glitter really, whatsoever. Like, what's the shortest message that we can get out there that really gets our uh, our core values across? Humans, yeah. yes. Mutants, no. Yeah, perfect. Um, I found, I found the senator's hearing. Like, if you watch stuff in the states, it was very accurate because he's like. Um, uh, now, Xavier, you're telling me that, uh, this is Senator Kelly, by the way. He's like, uh, you didn't, uh, you, you, you don't work with, like, renegade mutants and stuff like that. He's like, no, Senator. Well, then explain this to me, Xavier. Like, you think he's trying to just project his own political view into the questioning, not really caring about what the answer is. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. that is, that's, that's very accurate to what it, <laughs> I see when you watch, like, Senate meetings and stuff like that in America. Mutants show up to disrupt it. We see Pyro and uh, Avalanche. Uh, the the Blob's not there yet. Rogue goes, and she doesn't wake up Jubilee. You <laughs> like she, she, she see, she get, she looks down at Jubilee sleeping, and then looks up, and then flies away, and just lets her sleep. I'm like, that's weird. Um, well, she, this episode just like, oh, she's useless anyway. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> oh, we'll have gonna... a battle without this kid getting in the way. <laughs> Is gonna get sparkles on me. Um, the, uh, they use some fat jokes in here because the blob shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like how Rogue escapes like Pyro's flaming phoenix bird thing by just going really high in the sky and then it getting too cold. Mm-hmm. I, like well, I think she, she goes above where the air is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna destroy the X Men by sitting on them. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> and then she shoots him in the gut and he goes <laughs> just a big burp. Yeah. I like, like this like this I, he, like you seem like a character from the the Juggernaut episode who is just randomly in this episode. <laughs> That's very serious. Yeah. Right? Very but, very little avalanche in this episode though. It's yes, disappointing it, me. Like you don't uh his, his, you only get to hear his uh, skipper skipper voice as much. Hey, little buddy. Um, uh, that, that, like Blob, he goes like, like, ha ha, nothing can hurt the Blob. And then Wolverine jumps on his back and covers his eyes, and it's like game over. He doesn't have to defend. He just has no defense for someone <laughs> on his back covering his eyes. <laughs> He's immediately taken down to the water, gets frozen inside of it. Yeah. Um. Avalanche shows up again. Not a lot of talking, but he shoots his thing at Bishop. Bishop absorbs it because that's his powers that they established earlier. And he shoots it back, and he misses and like almost kills a bunch of people. Yeah, he shoots like the top top off a building, and uh, 
Jean uh, stops it. Rogue gets underneath to catch it, and the Wolverine runs and saves the little girl. Uh, I do like when the girl's crying, and Wolverine's like, "The kid's crying. Do something!" and passes oh, the girl yeah, ju- to Jubilee. That. I remember that. I I thoroughly enjoyed that part. That was a nice little bit of uh, character building for Wolverine. Uh, then we go and we we get to see Senator Kelly get led away and go into a room. He sees his like assistant already tied up, but his assistant's there with him, and then transforms uh, into Gambit and un- blindfolds the assistant to go and kill Senator Kelly in front of the assistant, so that can be like, oh, it was Gambit who did this. Yeah, uh, which explains that choked- thumbnail, which explains the thumbnail yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> Disney Plus from the, that we discussed the week before. Um, which I guess is fine, but I just, I, I like the, I like the original explanation, which is that Gambit's just a, a, a creeper, so. <laughs> creeper Gambit with a woman tied up in a gun. You know how, yeah. how it is. Um, but no, then, uh, Gambit shows up, uh, they have a, a, a little fight, um, but, oh, oh, that's, yeah, they have a little conflict, uh, Bishop goes and, uh, shoots the one gambit. He goes like kill the other one, and then Rogue. I, I don't know how she knew how to do this, but she stops Bishop by tearing the thing off his arm and sending him to the future. Like I don't know how she could have figured that out, but she somehow wasn't around when that was explained. Oh, she would no, 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 no. She was. I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I would say that she, she would have had no defense if it had not been for him monologuing about his one big weakness earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I, I did like the mystique being like I am your mother twist. I was like I I remembered that after it happened. I'm like oh yeah I remember that. But it's uh as a good oh, little oh yeah, yeah yeah okay yeah that came out of nowhere. And uh, what did you forget what about, did you that think part? about that? I did forget about that part. Yeah, it was very out of nowhere My, and. Uh, did, did did you enjoy that out of nowhereness? Well, the thing I I liked about it is the simple fact that like you're like okay like is the true like is you lying again? Mm-hmm. Is she right? There there's that question in the air of like you can't you don't know the the authenticity of it, right? Um, well, robe except ro- robe robe robe. <laughs> it's got a new name now. <laughs> Rogue accepted it right away. And then, like, she helps her escape. And she's like, Apocalypse gave me a purpose like Xavier uh, did with you. And then, uh, but then she's like, Rogue's rightfully asked, like, well, why did you want to hook me up to a machine and turn me into a slave? And her response was like, uh, so I could be close to you. I got to think there's better ways, right? I I think, like, I think just having this conversation helped. I yeah. think that she would still like to get close to you. You didn't have to go and like turn her into a mindless uh man a woman of the apocalypse thing, mm-hmm. but um <laughs> Senator Kelly is just having a very bad day cuz he's just like I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I saw this person and then this person showed up and then this whatever. Um and then uh, what's his name? Uh, Bishop is Back in the future, and nothing has changed. Uh huh. It's all it's all exactly the same. Except they did have the uh, the Wolverine skeleton. That was yes. obviously different. 
But I guess that might have happened since he had gone. So, yeah, the future's the same, but then they have that going back to, like, just horrific imagery. It's not explained, obviously. It's just like, oh, Wolverine's literally dead now. Uh, okay, great. Oh, uh, fantastic. <laughs> uh, kid, Senator Kelly gets kidnapped once again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really can't emphasize how much I like the ending of this episode. Yeah. And, right? Cause with Xavier's like, I don't think it was, uh, the, the other mutants. He's like, why? He's like, cause my watch stopped. And they're like, what does that mean? And he just like slowly hands, puts out his watch, drops it, and it goes zing, zing, against yeah. his chair. That's that, that felt die. that felt like a movie moment. Like it uh, did. I, I know I, it's it, it it doesn't quite make a hundred percent sense. Like why is his watch the only thing in the room that yeah. was magnetized? But just like forgetting all that, just uh, taking at face value, it, 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 that was a very cool scene. I I did and very much enjoy that. And then, despite it being part one and part two, it still ends with uh, to be continued. Yeah. So uh, we're left with the. Uh, knowledge that Professor Kelly was kidnapped by Magneto. So I guess this is why it's not directly related. All the future stuff is done, set, uh, put off for another multi-part uh, episode in the future, storyline in the future. But uh, now we're going to, I guess, face Magneto again. I do like that it's all coming to uh, a head at the end of this. Like it's pulling out like the the mystique teaming up with the... Other people, like the other villains that we saw on Muir Island, um, still connected to, um, what's kind of happening with Apocalypse, even though Apocalypse isn't there. Um, we get to see the Morlocks, even if it's like just a brief shot, like it's still like they're acknowledged that, hey, this happened earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, it's leading to like, uh, Magneto, like the first villain. Uh, they encountered this season being like the last villain they're going to try to encounter. Right. I like yeah. that. It's like, it's, it's all built like it, it felt like a bunch of like random stuff but it seems like these last three episodes are trying their best to tie kind of randomly what happened into one big uh story yeah well i guess the uh, we could have discussed this at the like the first thing that that very first previously on the x-men was like normally it's like the the very previous episode it discusses, but yeah. this one, the previous thing on the X-Men, it went back and pretty much covered like all of the major highlights except for the Morlocks, because that episode was terrible, and why would they need to reference <laughs> that? But yeah, it went back and uh, talked about Magneto and, and, and went through like pretty much everything from the entire season. So that's usually when you can tell uh, like what's going to come up in an episode kind of like if you're paying attention you could usually piece together what's gonna happen like you know if they're showing stuff from the magneto episode beforehand we probably could have known magneto was gonna pop up somewhere it other than that there was no way to know and i thought that was a very cool reveal i probably missed uh, a lot of it, because like it was during that opening scene. So like, oh, you were out. You were out. You were. I was, oh, I was shingling the roof or something, <laughs> or making the pop you know, tarts or doing any um, number of taxes. I do have to say, uh, this is. I do like as much as I joke about it. I do appreciate the how long it takes. I do like it's like I hit play and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this quickly, and I'm going to do that, and then I just feel like here. I'm like, okay, I can time to go out. Can I, can <laughs> like I my, give a confession? My little timer. 
Can I give a confession? Yeah. I skip. I I skipped the uh, the theme music. I've gotten to that point. I just I've started skipping it. Well, we, when we watched, uh, when we did like our one of our first episodes, we're like, can you really watch this without like listening to like the theme song? Yeah, it's so iconic. I, th- I thought like- it would be sacrilegious to skip it, but now I've gotten yeah. like I've I've started skipping it. Well, because it, it seems like it should end halfway through, and then it's like, again, it's like, oh come on, like, yeah, oh come on, you just you were it's such a clear ending right there. But yeah, and then I, I just, yeah, I, what a fantastic uh, two-part episode. Mm-hmm. I think the next episode has some very really great moments as well. But I just it was whenever I was watching this, I mean, look at what we talked about. Like all our like our bad notes were just so trivial, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just like it was just a very good episode to watch. Um, as an adult, I mean, that's bleak as hell if you're watching it as a kid mm-hmm. <laughs> right um like i think that's probably why it's the some of the stuff sticks out with me so much right because i remember like gambit being like an assassin and i remember uh little stuff like from this episode like the graveyards and uh stuff like that like it's just little things that must it must have did something in my little math brain because it's 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 I remembered it, right? Yeah. I, I can't remember specifically if I've seen these episodes. I probably have. Some seems some stuff seemed familiar, but uh it wasn't as uh forefront of my mind as like say that the Unstoppable Juggernaut episode. But um I really I, I'm just really thinking about like the behind the scenes stuff. Like with that dip in quality that we experienced around like episode four or five with i think it started with captive hearts where it really started going downhill and and i there had to have been a meeting around the unstoppable juggernaut part because that was about when things started to go back up in quality so i i I don't know just like it, it couldn't have been audience reaction but there had to been something where they're like look guys let's get this together and you know, we're not going to get renewed for a second season if we don't uh, get things back up to where they were. Because they, they, they got back up in quality and then just kept on going. Okay, guys, we need some suggestions for uh, the finale. Uh, how about the Morlocks come back? Another lightsaber battle. Get out! Get out, Devin! You don't want to <laughs> hear your stupid ideas. Get out of here! Get back into the intern pool. Go on, get out of here. What well, I don't have the the thing up in front of me. What was the name of the next episode? Uh, final decision. Let me something like that. You 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 talk. I'll look it up. Seth is so great. I think that he's so cool, and he's going to look that up. This well, he's doing that. I'm going to do this song. It's the version of Take On Me. Take on me. Take on me, Seth. Say is hey cool. Home, <laughs> uh, and we lost right, so what, what was the name of, lost the- of all lot of audience members <laughs> there. And what's the name of the episode? The final Decision. Is that what I said? 
Yeah, that is what you said. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, people. All, all that just will go around to like, I was correct. The it first was the time thing I that I said, it. yes. Now, back to it. <laughs> Take me home. I don't even know the words. Is that the words? Take me home? I just know the tone and the tune. And I only know that... I only know that song because of the trailer for Corky Romano, where he's listening to it on the radio. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Seth, that was good. Just the fact that we went <laughs> we went through that, and then it was just, yes, it's the thing that I <laughs> that I said prior. Um, oh, yeah, wait, it was that final decision. It's a, um, a minor spoiler. I liked it, so. That's good. Uh, same same quality. Like they they held it together to the end. I think they did a really good job of like. There's one scene where I I think it's meant to be blood, but they go and they're able to kind of like make it so like it possibly Ooh. isn't blood. Okay. And so I I like that. Cause I'm like I'm like I think I I think what they did with like the suit choice has made it so like it could have been like a torn suit, but it clearly looks like it's blood, but. Mm. I, but that's the one very vague. I like it. Yeah. Okay. Do no, no, you know what time it is now, Seth? No. What time is it now, I, Matthew? I, I can hear the music building in in the background right now with me editing it in the future. It's time for the lounge. Where we talk to? Where we just talk? You know, where we just talk about like what 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 we've been doing, what's going on? I saw this. Uh, the jazz? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw this little small um, independent movie. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of it before. Um, it's called Doctor Strange: of The Multiverse of Madness. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. That's it's the what's the the black and white movie where the guy rides the bomb down uh, uh, down into the, <laughs> the guy in a wheelchair. Exactly. That, yeah, yeah. That's that's the one, Doctor with uh, Doctor Peter Sch- Sellers. That was a. I haven't seen that in years. I will. I will say. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Doctor Strange Love. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I saw that, obviously, Marvel Studios, Doctor Strange 2, the Multiverse of Madness, whatever you want to call it. I got to tell you, that movie is really pushing the uh, PG-13. Oh, is it? I heard it was yeah. going to be uh, uh, approaching the horror genre, which with a director like Sam Raimi, of course, but is what it should is that is that the 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 R rating the 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 potential R rating you're talking about kind of like a horror vibe? I will say there's about a 20 minute chunk of the movie where it's just like some very scary jump scares and some of the most brutal violence you've seen in a Marvel movie just like all within a contained 20 minute span. <laughs> Right. Is am I is my wife going to be able to watch this? Like this is a woman who's scared by any uh witch sequence in Disney movies. Just like all all like she that's her level of of uh of horror acceptability. No. Oh, she can't. There, like, there, there's a lot of uh jump scares. My uh, my son is 11, my other son's 9. Um we're Still pondering about what age to let them watch it. We've they've watched every other Marvel movie, 
but there's some scenes in this movie that are so brutal that I'm like, I don't know if my if it's my kids can handle it at that age. So. Mm. And we're we're bad parents because we would let them watch every other thing. So I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I'm like, you let them watch that as far as Marvel movies go. But yeah, yeah, no. I will. I'll make a note of that uh, when we discuss the uh, Doctor Doctor Strange Love. <laughs> um. I uh, I finished reading that 1984 graphic novel. Then I uh, went through. Uh, I, I stuck to the numbers theme, and I read um, a comic run uh, 1602 by Neil Gaiman. So you finished that, huh? I did finish it. That's a good one. I like it. That that, that that was a very good one. Um, like I said to someone else who was who read it, that's the person who lent it to me. It was really good. I liked the world. Um, but I guess there's like some other like spinoffs, like with not Gaiman writing it, but other people writing it. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, but like after like the kind of like the major story was wrapped up throughout this, I'm like, I don't know necessarily if I'd be like eager to jump back into that world. I think I like the contained story that it was. Yeah. I really, yeah. I really liked it. So, and, and now I'm starting to read Planet Hulk. I didn't read Planet Hulk. Planet Hulk. I read, uh, World War Hulk. I actually just started to read um, Planet Hulk just because it was like, I'm like, oh, you know what? I've always heard some decent things about this. And I was like, oh, let me just read like the first few pages, see what it's about. And then I got through like three issues in one sitting. I'm like, okay, well, this, is, this is good. It's, like, it's kept me uh, glued to the edge of my seat. So uh, I haven't, I don't think I watched or read anything this week. I think work's been too busy. Well, that's not fun. I know. Everybody pity me. <laughs> pity me. I've been um, watching anything my kids watch. I'll be watching so lots of Ninjago. Yeah. So why don't why don't we? Uh, so next week we're gonna. Um, next week. Oh, well, what's the name of that episode? Let me look it up again. <laughs> next week we're gonna we'll take a look at final episode, the final uh, episode of season one of the X Men animated series. So. Uh, watch that and get yourself caught up. If you haven't, if you've been for some reason listening to us, uh, go through these episodes but not actually watching the show, I'd say Days of Future Past Part 1 is a good jumping on point. Uh, and it'll, it'll get you through to the end of Season 1. And, uh, I'd say, yeah, I'd say do that. Check it out and we'll discuss it next week. If you'd like to reach the podcast, you can always shoot us an email at repeatablepod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, or you can check out our Facebook page where we post little things uh, that's, that are coming up or if we have an episode delayed or, or whatever. Not that that ever happens. Never. We live in very healthy homes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take on me. Take on me. Take me on I'll be gone in a day or two. Is that like Michael Bublé with the bang mask on? Is that what that is? (laughs) 